Hello and welcome to the podcast. Here, morphing in, is your host, Adam. Leading the Putty Patrol is my co-host, Craig. It's morphing time. Adam and Craig's guilty pleasure. Adam and Craig's guilty pleasure. Adam and Craig's guilty pleasure. Cinema. We have had our first piece of audience correspondence that isn't hate mail. Uh, no death threats, no? No, no death threats today. Oh, yeah, you anyway. ready for this? Coming in hot from Charlie Frearson. Good off- friend, Charlie Frearson. Friend of the show, Charlie Frearson. Yeah. Uh, coming in hot off of the Daylight episode, messaged in to say... I've never seen the film Daylight before, but no, the cable wouldn't flail around. It would, if installed anywhere near correctly, trip out. Even if it didn't, it would still stay still. You may invoice me in the post. (laughs) We won't. We will not. Thank you, Charlie. This is your payment, but good to know. Good callback to the Daylight episode, which I think we definitely nailed Daylight to the wall in a very fun but respectful way. Okay, so our next movie for us to nail to the wall is the uh, Mike Morphin Power Rangers movie uh, from 1995. Oh man, I'm excited. So, uh, what do you remember of this movie? Alright, of the movie itself, quite a chunk, because I watched it probably four or five years ago with some friends Mm. as like a retrospective, was it really as good and or as bad as we remember it being from childhood? Plot twist, it's amazing. Is it? It's so fun. Mm. You guess, you just get to switch off and go, yeah, all right, Power Rangers, take me for a ride. Okay, so what do you remember of Power Rangers as a whole, like from TV shows? So, good things and bad. Okay. Good things, just from a production point of view, originally it was a Japanese show, right? Yeah, Super Sentai. And they had the Power Rangers themselves, and they fought the putties, and then they brought it to America... Mm-hmm. And instead of refilming all the fight scenes, they kept all the fight scenes from the Japanese show, from Super yes. Sentai, and just filmed all the talkie talks with the American actors. That's right, yeah. Industrious stuff, and keeping in the original fight scenes is mm. it's respectful to the original show. Yes. Couple of negatives I do remember, and I don't want to dwell on this too much. The Pink Ranger, she's a girl. And yeah, yeah. the Yellow Ranger, well, they're definitely <laughs> Asian. And the Black Ranger and the White Ranger. I, and it's like, you know what? Like, oh, I, no, guys. I mean, maybe looking back now, you might go, ugh, pulled collar. Yeah, it is a bit like that. Let me let me give you a little bit of my background into Power Rangers. I mean, this is uh, sort of like at peak childhood. 25 years ago, so yeah. you were 15. Oh, <laughs> Uh, so I would have been, or especially around about this time of this movie, I was around about eight or nine. Okay. And so I was like the demographic. Yeah, you, you were know, the guy. I, as a kid, I remember getting all the Power Ranger toys, the little mm-hmm. figurines mm-hmm. for Christmas. My dad did a spectacular job on that because that was like the sold out toy for oh, that Christmas. Well done, had... Papa Ken. He yeah. turbo manned it, but he did it the right way. I tell you what, like, uh, I know sometimes I've spoken about my strenuous relationship with my dad, but it's uh, he'd always come through at Christmas. He mm. would always get the toy. You know, good he, man. Had, he had good connections. And I remember having the. Uh... Is this why you like Jingle All the Way so much? Because you're watching it being like, fuck you, kid, my dad nailed it. Well, it didn't at the end of that movie. He does. He is Turbo Man. He is Turbo Man. You're right. And uh, I remember having the little morph thing with the power coins in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I had the uh, the gun as well. Cool. And I had the Zords as well, which obviously nice. then yeah, built yeah, into yeah. like the Mega Zord. And I remember being so hyped for this movie. I definitely saw it in cinema. Mm-hmm. But 
it's one of those funny things when you try to think back to uh, like times like that. I, I distinctly remember more having it on VHS. But uh, the reason I wanted to get that through is because at that time, uh, my little group of friends at school, we all played Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. So we all had the coin morphing uh, little tools. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wanted to be Tommy, the Green Ranger, or the White Ranger as we came. Right, yeah, we'll get onto that in a second. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, it was a fight between where we wanted to be the Red Ranger and nobody really wanted to be the Blue Ranger. And uh, one of the things is our, um, one of our mates was black. Sure. So he's not going to be anything else but the Black Ranger. But it wasn't like, a, oh, you're going to... If the Black Ranger was super cool... Yeah, so what, it's, it's weird for me, like, now looking back on it, and kind of go, probably the most offensive one out of all that is the Yellow, Yellow Ranger. Ranger. And we are not making jokes about this in, like, a ha-ha-ha, yeah. that's funny, but you look back now and it's like, oh, come on. And in the film, it's, in the film it's different, isn't it? So... At the time of this movie being made, they were in the middle of the second season. Right, okay. Okay, so actually, toward, or I'd say probably more towards the end of the second season. So the production took so long on the movie overran that they were actually having to flip between the movie and the TV shows. And was, were all the actors that were in the film in the TV show, or...? So you had the original Red Ranger, played by Austin St. John. Yeah. Uh, you had the original Black Ranger, played by Walter Jones. Yep. And you had the original uh, Yellow Ranger, played by Judy Trang. Trang, unfortunately passed away in a car accident many oh, years okay. afterwards she, but she there was right, yeah, yeah there was a pay dispute on uh, we want some more money so you might think oh second season I remember there being a gajillion episodes with all of them in because yeah. each season was about 60 episodes so you got a long wow, first, so yeah exactly more episodes than weeks in a year <laughs> What, what what scheduling was that? Alright, we're going to show them on Monday and well, Thursday, I can imagine guys. that if you had a whole back catalogue of Super Sentai and you only really have to film half a TV show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, no, that makes sense. Maybe, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then with that as well, you had um, the introduction of the new characters. So yes. you had now... Tommy. Uh, well, uh, Tommy... Tommy, uh, right. Let, oh, oh, should we yeah, just go quickly on. go with that a sec? Because... Jason, I can't remember his full name, but you got uh, Jason it Jason David Frank. Jason David Frank came into the show as the Green Ranger, like mm-hmm. the bad boy turned good kind of guy, and became yeah. an audience favourite. And then he became the White Ranger. Yes. And then he became the Red Ranger, and then he became the Black Ranger. Mm. I always think of him as the White Ranger, but I remember as a kid being like... But you were the Green Ranger, dude. You know when we think about the canon and things yeah, like yeah. that. For me, the original Power Rangers TV show is the one and only for sure. me, anyway. And then you had things like Turbo, and then you had like whatever the yeah, yeah, yeah. Power Rangers. There was Power Rangers, Power Rangers in space, space or yeah, Galaxy yeah, or something yeah, like that. I checked out Power Rangers. Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. <laughs> something that weird was, like that. I re- I feel like I remember the theme tune for that. No, yeah. I'm not going to sing it. This is one of those things that you you have a, a almost like a time capsule. You capture yourself within a certain zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was wondering that as well about when we're going to sit down and talk about this. Because I'm obviously just a little bit older than you. Mm-hmm. So as I said, this peaked for me in the first season to season two. Yeah. And obviously then a movie came out. And I feel that after the movie came out, I had checked out of Power Rangers. Was that the same for you? Well, I was four when the movie came out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so no. but I had checked out for a different reason. So my my dad caught me watching Power Rangers once and went, "All right, let's watch some Bruce Lee." <laughs> and that was my change going. Oh, fair enough. Better fighting, and just suddenly yeah. I became a Bruce Lee head. I've still got this nostalgic memory because I think I mm. went to see the Power Rangers movie at the cinema. I definitely had it on video cassette, 
my friend Aaron and I used to swap toys. Cool. It was fun to play Power Rangers with him, but then, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just matured really early and was like, I'm just going to watch Fist of Fury, actually. <laughs> Fair enough. With that then, uh, let's talk about a, a little bit about the movie. What do you think, budget-wise, this was made for? There's no one in this film, apart from the dude who plays Ivan Ooze, who mm. is in Raiders. Because of that, because there wasn't like, oh my god, and a cameo from Robert De Niro or something, mm. I'm going to go $25 million. Uh, it was made for $15 million. I'm so... I, I thought you were about to say 50 I was about to lose my yeah. shit. Um, but it brought back in a respectable $66 million. So uh, let's go to Old Faithful, uh, Roger Ebert. Oh, uh, what's old Roger got to say? Uh, so he only gave it half a star out of a possible four stars. So 12.5 out of 100. That's right. And creating him as close as you can get to absolute nothing and still have a product to project on the screen. He's not wrong. <laughs> this uh, film yeah. is nothing. But then, why fix what isn't broken? Yeah. So with this, uh, it was directed by Brian Spicer. He did the... Or he's assistant director on the X-Files movie. I know that. Okay. You know, that might be... A, I like, don't know as much about X-Files. Killer Bees. I'm sure. <laughs> as, oh, look, Scully. It's a problem that we're going to solve. Okay, do you want to do the, the morphing time? I, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll stick to, stick to a classic then. Three, two, one. It is movie talk time. Go, go, podcast rangers. I love it. I, I love every second of it, apart from aged the well. Because it it, this is the 90s as well. It is yeah. the 90s in a movie. I mean, the soundtrack. Oh, soundtrack's banging. The soundtrack yeah. is banging, but it's the 90s in a soundtrack. That higher ground cover is the bomb. It yeah. is sick. I've, I've listened to that song. So, and obviously, you know one of those things where you, uh, if you're not introduced to certain music at a certain age you you can be forgiven for thinking that this was like an original song so yeah, in yeah, yeah. I probably was not listening to Stevie Wonder when I watched time. it four or five years ago it was a moment of like holy shit the Chili Peppers uh, you also had uh, Shampoo uh, doing Trouble yeah uh, oh, we're in trouble that's the one someone's come up yeah that one and I'm pretty sure that was used in the trailer as well if I'm not mistaken uh, you got Devo um, are you ready uh, Snap you know that one I got the power yeah the Bruce Almighty one that's the one Uh, you've also got Van Halen dreams Uh, so just to give you guys a really quick rundown a giant egg is unearthed at a construction site and soon opened releasing the terrible Ivan Ooze who wreaks vengeance on Zordon for imprisoning him a millennia ago with Zordon dying and their powers lost the rangers head to a distant planet to find the mystic warrior Dulcia okay couple of things Mm mhm Firstly, I think we should just, for the audience who've not seen this movie, and if you haven't seen the Power Rangers movie, you're very definitely not in your late 20s, early 30s. (laughs) Um, That in mind, and the fact that this isn't air quotes plot, let's just go through the beats of exactly what we saw, and then pick the stupidest parts apart, because damn, there are some silly parts. Yeah, so probably, well, if you're talking about silly parts, let's open up with uh, the story. So we've got uh, first initial extreme action of skydiving. Well, before that, we've got the extreme action of on-screen text. (laughs) (laughs) Thousands of years ago, in the dawn of time, Zordon... Like, gave some power to the rangers, and they're a secret society. Hold on to that note. They're a super secret 
super secret right. agency. Okay, let's let's jump on that then. Well, no, let's let's hit I'll... let's hit the beats and then. Okay, okay, okay. So there are super super secret society, the Power Rangers. There's a skydiving scene, and then someone called Ivan Ooze is about to be unearthed. Yeah. They go there too late. Ivan Ooze kills Zordon, and therefore takes away the Rangers' power. They have to go to a faraway planet to get a second wave of power from Dulcia. Yeah. And whilst Ivan Ooze tries to take over the world with his ooze, the Rangers get their power through different fight scenes, get super ninja powers. Ninjetti. Ninjetti. Come back to Earth, fight Ivan Ooze and win. Yep. That's that's the movie. Pretty much. There are five fight scenes and a little bit of talking in betwixt. The skydiving kind of just almost sets the tone of the movie. Yeah. So all of them wearing their colours. Every chance they can get to show off their Power Rangers colours they take. They're a secret society. They so, get they get a phone call at one point where yeah. the, the ringtone is do, 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 or go, go, Power Rangers. Secret society. Nobody knows the theme tune except for the audience. I agree. No one would be like, oh, that's the Power Rangers theme tune. Much yeah. like if, if uh, Captain America walked in, we wouldn't hear da, 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 da. Duh, duh. We wouldn't. But... We wouldn't, because that's the event. Oh, whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> if Captain America and the Hulk walked in. But then they, like, go to the middle of a bush and <laughs> teleport in their yeah. colours. Yeah, yeah. Then they teleport to a construction site in their colours where anybody could be. It's yeah, like, you are asking to get found. I would say, yeah, that teleporting thing, because uh, you might think, well, that's just a visual representation of them teleporting away. But people can actually see the Yes, because when they teleport into space, Rita yeah. Repulsa is like, he let them go? Yeah, so that's that's a fair enough point. Yeah. But They're a I, secret society. What I will counterpoint to, if I wore a Superman t-shirt, doesn't make me Superman. No, or it you doesn't. would not allude of, to you thinking, oh, he's wearing a Superman t-shirt, he might be Superman. But it's like with Batman. Every Batman film, someone figures out that Batman is Batman to the point where if they did like 15 films, everyone in Gotham would be like, oh, Batman, yeah, that's Bruce Wayne. Um, I feel the Batman analogy is quite good because, right, so Batman's got all these fantastic toys yeah. and gadgets and things like yeah. that. How does he get Oh, he's got to be filthy rich or he's getting them from somewhere. Uh, you can maybe then put the idea that, okay, billionaire Bruce Wayne, mm. playboy billionaire Bruce Wayne. Yeah, eccentric, reclusive, billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne, could who's be. never around when Batman's around. Right. Now, when you're thinking, all right, there's a teenager who's wearing red. Yeah. And he's okay. going to transform into a fucking super ninja I agree if you saw just a dude wearing red you wouldn't just be like if you saw an old man with a white beard you wouldn't be like oh it's definitely Santa yeah, yeah. if he's hanging out with a reindeer you might be like hang on a yeah, second but then... they're all just oh there's a pink one and a yellow one and a black one and a red one and a white yeah. one and a blue one but could they nah, not just be fans you know what I mean they, so they could just be super fans in a sense so like, do you not think that in a world of power rangers that other people would actually wear colours and so oh. like I say like me and my mates in the playground they're saying right okay I'm going to be Tommy okay. you're going to be Jason again let me follow and... up with yes that is yeah. true but if at 8 or 9 years old you were doing like kung fu flips through the air in the exact same way that the Power Rangers do you would still be there like are you guys the Power Rangers yeah it, it baffled me that they are the secret society of the Power Rangers and yet we're just like wearing name badges essentially mm. and you're right the Superman analogy is the Superman analogy but yeah, I, I think more, I, I could see where you're coming from more than the idea, because they are fairly Mary Sue-esque characters, and that they can almost do everything. So, 
Because they go from skydiving. For, for context, I don't approve the concept of a Mary Sue, but yeah. carry on. So, yeah, so all these guys are, uh, like, master skydivers because, A, they parachute <laughs> by themselves. Yeah. They are doing all these fantastic tricks. Mm-hmm. And they're all meeting up, doing all the choreography. Yeah. Now, this skydiving competition, air quotes, charity event. Charity event. The right? skydiving charity event that the entire town takes place in. Yeah. And all of them skydive solo. Yeah. You have to skydive for like a hundred hours. Well, this is what I'm saying, right? So, so the whole town is, but the whole town, even like Fred's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did a so skydive. There's a couple of funny things about this. Because uh, a obviously they're so high up, no one's gonna be able to even see them doing this choreographing shit. So no one's ever gonna know that they're doing any of this cool backflip shit. It's just to show how extreme they are when they jump out. They all have to say something like you know radical. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. Surf, 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 up, dude. When they are actually coming down onto the target, none of the crowd is looking up. They are all looking directly at the camera, screaming and clapping. Brilliant. The whole, if anything, they're looking more down at the camera, and you're just like, "What the fuck are you clapping and screaming at?" Like, I got a question for you. Do you think Keanu Reeves would have made a good Power Ranger? Well, in this movie, yes, because do this you is then like Point Break. That's going to say, yeah. do you then think he watched Power Rangers the movie and was like, "I'm going to do Point Break"? Yeah, Keanu Reeves is a super Power Rangers fan. Yeah. Imagine Bill as a Power Ranger; it'd be mm-hmm. awesome. Then obviously goes into ex- super extreme sports number two, inline skating. Inline skating. Yeah. Where again, Again, they are doing backflips and barrel rolls and, and all sorts of crazy grinds and shit. <sighs> the flips. There's a lot yeah, of like yeah. camera on the ground facing vertically upwards at the sky and yeah, someone yeah. just flipping over it. Yeah. It's amazingly terrible. So again, so so they spent thousands of hours practicing their martial arts. Yep. Thousands of hours practicing the skydiving. Oh yeah. Thousands of hours in line skating. Yeah. Where do they get all the time? And like this is what I'm saying when it comes to like the Mary Sue aspect of it is that like, they can do anything that they put their mind to. I'm not going to use that term because I do disagree with it. But the context Come to the of dark side, Craig. No, the, the context of the the no the notion of just being able to do something again it applies to the whole town, and we will yeah. get to it later on. But then after they go and visit Zordon, mm. and he's like, "Yo, Ivan Ooze is coming to town." And yeah. this actually, I want to pick up on this. You said that Ivan Ooze was imprisoned by Zordon how long ago? Uh, millennia ago. 6,000 years in the movie. Well, this is it, so... But hold on to yeah. that. Okay. 6,000 years. 6,000 years. 6,000 years. I know years. exactly what you're going to say. I about. don't think you do. But Is this going to be almost a throwback to Hocus Pocus? It might be. No, <laughs> yeah. there's that and there's something else. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, in fact, let's just get into it. All right, go, Six. Go. Thousand years. So Ivan has been in prison for six thousand years yeah. on Angel Grove, right under Zordon's nose. Yes. You know what, Zordon? As soon as those construction workers start building, yeah, find a way to cover it up or to remove Ivan or to do something. If, if Rita or, Repulsa yeah. and Zed, Lord Zed, yeah. Lord Zed, whose brain pulsates, I never yeah, noticed I, that. You know, until I think it. he's a, by far the coolest looking villain. Is that because of a massive codpiece? Yeah, it looks. Fucking awesome. Yeah. And he can throw some sweet hand-drawn electricity. 6,000 years. Yeah. Ivan Ooze wakes up and does know a lot of the modern-day vernacular. When you're imprisoned like that, you're not like, uh, you know, Demolition Man, Cry Gently Frozen. He's kind of like aware of the the change in the years. Because okay. he's like, oh, I missed the Black Plague. I, you know, I missed the Spanish Inquisition. And what was the third thing he missed? Uh, this was ad-libbed. 
I fucking it better have been. Yeah, so uh, he had a bit of free reign with his character. Did he? Yeah, he um, gets it. He Paul does. Freeman got it. And yeah, he missed the Brady Bunch reunion, which is a great line. It's just brilliant, and I don't know why I forgive him for it. And maybe because I'm looking at it with the rose-tinted glasses of a four-year-old who didn't yeah. really get the joke, but kind of liked the villain. Yeah. But it's just good fun. It is. And, and at least somebody's having fun with it. He is. Like when he meets the Power Rangers and his response is, Hooey, let me get my autograph book. <laughs> it's like, you've been in prison for six hours. How do you know what an autograph is? Do you not think as well, if you're going to bury someone who's trying to take over the universe, and you wouldn't probably bury those fucking destructive, like, machines right next to where you were imprisoning him no because if he did escape it's like oh well there's yeah, my exactly you know, my two zordies it needs to be like two titans adam in buffy you take every piece of him to the four corners of the world yeah yeah, yeah. good reference thank you i think ivan Ooze is like an evil the genie from aladdin yes because he knows all the modern day stuff yeah, yeah, yeah and maybe that's why i let it go maybe that's why i'm just but like, this is what i'm saying hey that's asking too many questions affleck <laughs> Uh, I, 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 yeah, I think you spend your disbelief too, because again, it's and that's like, it. As a four-year-old, I yeah. didn't look at films and go, "Wait, how does he know who the Brady Bunch is?" I, and yeah. same with Aladdin. The I watched Hocus like, Pocus when I was twenty-nine. The thing with Aladdin is the fan theory is that it's actually set in the future. I mean, that make it, that works for me. Yeah, yeah. So Ivan Ooze wakes up yeah. because Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed wake him up. Mm. Rita Repulsa like swills her finger around the ooze that he's being housed in. Yeah, was he was he that ooze or was he being housed in that ooze? I've, he is, he is, isn't So he? she's basically like moving his kneecap around or something. Mm, or something else. And when he, wake, <laughs> oh, when he wakes up, he's like, oh, I've had a Charlie horn for 2,000 years. Just so many stupid things Paul Freeman's doing. It's so good. So uh, just a quick note on Rita Repulsa. Yeah. Did you notice that it's not the same actress that was in the original Super Sentai? No. Right. It wasn't. I've never watched... <laughs> The original Super Sentai. Uh, well, I mean, you would have because that's the original. You know, obviously they spliced the Super Sentai with the TV show, didn't they? Oh, right. So but I, I thought that Repulsa. was just the fight scenes. And so, like all the uh, Rita Repulsa, all the Lord Zed, stuff, all the stuff where the, they, yeah, all the monster stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's all the Japanese stuff. Okay. So um, with that, obviously, it had to be overdubbed. So if you yeah. ever watch the original uh, Power Rangers TV show, the ADR is astounding. <laughs> and this is why I say earlier, like, oh, it's a really good filmmaking technique to do this because mm. you don't have to then have, for 50% of your film, you don't have to have on-set sound. Yeah. You can just record a wild track and dub in all the lines later. And then you don't even have to use Amy Joe Johnson et mm. al., you can just use a glorified extra who knows how to flip, yeah, pay yeah. them half the price, and then just pay Amy Jo Johnson a day rate for voice work. Which is pretty much what they did. And it's smart. It's smart filmmaking. So yeah, so um, Ivan Ooze has been released, yep. uh, and then Power Rangers are heading in to obviously try and kick his ass. And they call him a raisin head. They do call him a raisin head. Wow, guys. <laughs> Nailing uh, it. Gordon Ramsay be damned. There's a lot of name calling in this movie. So much name calling, so many puns. And uh, Ivan Ooze essentially sends out his version of the Putty Monsters. Yeah, Purple Putty. Or Putty Patrol. The yeah. Ooze Putties, let's call yeah. them. One of the, you know you are talking about the backflip stuff? Yes. Right, so after they're getting their ass kicked by all the Putty guys, right? Yeah, I and think they're going to say what I say because like, I'm going to, yeah. And they go into the, and they go, right, fuck it, right, we're... It's morphing time. It's morphing time, right? 
Obviously, <laughs> the funny thing for me is is how long it takes, right? For them to decide to, to morph? Because they all have to, obviously, individually oh. say, right, morphing into what animal. And when they all then do morph into their suits, they all do the crazy flips over the camera. Now, when they do actually kind of come to now... The, pu- uh, the, they orange, the, the purple pies have gone to hide. <laughs> right, so the funny thing for me is, is like, were they expecting... The putty or the the ease guys to just, just stand, stand there while yeah. they're doing introducing themselves. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? It's just like we do not think if this would be the perfect time to go kick their ass. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right, they're oh, flipping. He's gonna land. He's gonna land. He's gonna land. Bam. So uh, so then they go run into the car park. Find them. now. This is there was a, a scene missing here. You know when they now got. Uh, the flashlights on their heads and they've got the little yeah, yeah, uh, zoom yeah, yeah. thing across the eyes that can like detect infrared whatever yeah the Terminator vision the Terminator vision the scene missing was Zordon giving them their new tools and going right, right Ivan Ooze has come to town shit uh, he's going to kick your ass have this let, visor let's give you some new powers to mm. help you tackle Ivan Ooze yeah so that's why because when as a kid you're like hang on a second they didn't have any of this shit in the TV show. I've right, got to say, cool. I, I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. But you're just like, yeah, shrug your shoulders as a kid. You're like, cool. All right, yeah. well, you've got light beams coming out your head now. Sweet. So before they then go and find the purple ooze guys, yeah. uh, Ivan Ooze breaks into Zordon's... Control centre. <laughs> Command centre. He, yeah, he destroys uh, Zordon, which removes the Rangers' powers after they finish the fight against the ooze dudes. Mm. The Power Rangers... Mm earlier in the film have to teleport to get to Zordon's yeah after they fought the ooze guys pause fuck I've got it written down I've just looked at my note there's a bit where they're fighting all the ooze guys and Amy Jo Johnson like back flips away Billy the blue ranger flips behind her saying yo wait for me and it's like is flips all you've got? Yeah, when David Josh, like, he goes, right behind you. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. And the the, cra- uh, the funny thing for me with stuff like that is that when they're back flipping, and then, because she got kicked into something at one point as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, And then he, like, does a backflip into her, does a little <laughs> twirl, and then it's like, you're like, you have made this so dramatic just to mm. basically go over to someone like, hey, you're right, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you got your ass kicked, you cool? It's... It's fighting with a flourish. Yeah, it's a lot of flair. So much flair. All yeah. de jouer. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, it's baffling to watch as an adult. As a kid, I'm sure I loved it. But now it was like, all yeah. right. Unpause. So they, earlier in the film, had to teleport to Zordons. And in this, after they've lost their powers, so they can't teleport. No. They just walk there. Yeah, they probably got the In the same night. Yeah. There's another instance later on of people walking somewhere really slowly, but this, I guess they sprinted and flipped their way there at super speed. Well, they're like athletes, aren't they? But why then? You're right, they are yeah. athletes. You're right, you're right, 100% you're right. Why teleport in their colours later on? They're a secret society. If they can run there in a night, run there in a night. I know. It's quicker. I know, shut up, athlete. <laughs> I know. Um, so Zordon tells them that they have to go to a faraway planet. Mm hmm. And get a second source of power. Yes. To get their power in. This back. is the MacGuffin of the movie. At which point, Tommy is like, "Hey guys, don't worry. Just because we don't have any power doesn't mean we're not still the Power Rangers." It's like, well, no, it does. <laughs> now you're, now you're just the Rangers. That's yeah. all you guys are. Now you're just a bunch of colourful douchebags. Yeah, you fucking. Tommy's lines piss me off in this film. Everything's like, come on, guys. Over there, guys. Up here, guys. Hey, guys. Come on, guys. Guys, guys, guys. Is this because he's the coolest Get it, Ranger? man. You're the leader. 
We understand. And you're the Blue Ranger. I'm not the Blue Ranger. (laughs) If I'm anyone, I'm the Pink Ranger. (laughs) Amy Jo Johnson, what up? Uh, So they have to teleport to this other planet with like the last surge of Alpha's uh, energy. And Tommy or Rocky or Billy, and I know that I remember the Mm. names, but and I said I wouldn't. But they say, one of them says like, oh, what do we do if we can't find the power? At which point, Amy Jo Johnson, Pink Ranger. Yeah, exactly. But Amy Jo Johnson's like, it means we're never coming back. Uh, You've still got all your kung fu techniques, though. Yeah. Try again. (laughs) Try again without the power. Just be the Rangers. Mm. That's like Batman being like, ah, I lost the cape. (laughs) I'm going to Mars. Uh, So they've gone to uh, Planet Phaedos. Yes. And this is where they are then attacked by essentially the Wizard of Oz. Oh, right. So. Ivanus takes goes to Richard Prosser and Zed puts them in a snow globe, and their version of Bebop and Rocksteady, and I love this as like Goldar and the other one. Yeah, pig face. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a conceit of shows from the nineties: Bebop and Rocksteady, Bulk and Skull. Yeah, uh, the two dudes from Hocus Pocus. These two guys. There's always like two sidekicks that can have back and forth witty banter. You have them as two people so they don't have to interact with the main characters they can talk to each other about yeah. how silly they think an idea is or how good they think an idea is yeah. sometimes it's a relief sometimes it's a good way for exposition oh well I don't know what's going to happen yeah. boss and then the boss explains the plan to them that's right it's it's. Re- I, I actually quite like it every time I see a, a pairing of that nature and it happens in like the Prince of Egypt as well where mm. it's like Steve Martin and Martin Starr oh yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just nice it's just good writing technique Okay, well cool. done. Movie. I'm glad you like it. I do. So, yeah. but he then, after taking over from Zed and Regional Pulsar, creates yeah the crows from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So, because uh, I, I always, because I often my hearing's not great. Whenever I always thought they were called penguins. <laughs> yeah. So I always used to be like, no, what are they called? Uh, they're called tengus. 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 Ah, you know when you've been tengued. So um, they all sweep in and kick the Power Rangers' ass. Now, and get saved by Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, they'll see it. Uh, she's an Australian actress. Mm-hmm. Now, funnily enough, do you know the story about this? Uh, no. About her, right. So, uh, is it going to be a Margot Kidder thing? No, no, no. Good. Uh, so she was um, the original Dossier. Right. Now, she, uh, during the first initial weeks of production, she got Obi and Cyst, and then she had to now go in for surgery and get removed. Sure. In the meantime, they got another actress, Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay? You know, I just can't pronounce it. I do. Oh, I re- <laughs> And so do our audience. And then, uh, so she spent uh, several weeks filming those, those scenes, and uh, when they started looking at the dailies, they were just like, it's just not clicking, it's not working. Mm. Now, after the surgery happened, uh, Gabriel Fitzpatrick was like, yeah, I can do it still. Yeah. And they replaced her back in. So then they did all those scenes with her. They're all reshoots. Brilliant. Yeah, I know. You know what, guys? Good, no, good for them for sticking still, to their guns. But still Risk the would have got yeah. paid. Yeah, yeah. Um, it still kept it on a fairly decent, like I would say, a shoestring budget. Fifteen million. Yeah, and he, I mean, and there's like yeah, that's like, fifteen really? million in nineteen ninety five money. So maybe you call that one like twenty nine million now, but still, like good yeah. for them. So this is another bit that's being cut out, and you kind of find out a little bit more about the back history of who she is. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think this might actually be in a bit of a rewrite. Right. But Dulcia is meant to be one of the original kind of Power Rangers. She was one of the original people that put Ibanez away. Okay. And they were like, you know, sort of um, part of this order. So that's how she knows who, who's Zordon is. Zordon and yeah, how Ibanez knows who, who she yeah. is. She reminded me of the You Chose Poorly guy from The Last Crusade. Yeah, she's the gatekeeper. She is 100% the gatekeeper and... She says the rate. She says like, okay, Rangers, we're on this cliff. I've given you your ninja powers. Yeah. What you need is just over there. It's just you know, just keep walking there for like a day and a half, and you'll get there. And yeah. they go, oh, do you want to come with? And she goes, no, because if I step off of this plateau, I will age as badly as Zordon. She then steps off the platform. <laughs> she becomes an owl and just flies away. Yeah, yeah. And you see her on a tree, like not an aged owl, not like turning to an owl skeleton or anything. Yeah. She just didn't want to go on the journey. Yeah, pretty much. She it's used like, the last crusade, like, I cannot pass the gates anymore, or I will die, thing, just to not get involved. Brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's being socially distant. It is, it, <laughs> it is, yeah, okay, yeah. well done. Uh, so the crows return to Ivanus. We haven't really covered what Ivanus's like, goal is. He wants to take over the Earth, he wants to take over the universe. Yeah. His way of taking over the Earth is to disuse yeah. to the children, yeah. because then that will get played with by the parents. Mm. Then he can mind control the parents to get them to do his bidding for him. Yeah, they dig up all build, the and Dig up all the titans and build the like ooze masterworks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he's not taking over the minds of the children. No. Zordon, earlier in the film, says yeah. he was an evil unparalleled by any other. Yeah. Ultimate evil. Ultimate evil. The baddest of badasses. Over 6,000 years, no one's ever been as bad as him. Yeah. But he creates work camps where he won't take the children. I can think of another guy mm. who is taking uh, children onto his work camps. Is that guy worse than Ivan Ooze? I don't know. But do you think that, like, Ivan Ooze is watching the Brady Bunch, Zordon just tuned out between 1939 and 1945 and didn't realise that maybe there is someone worse than Ivan Ooze <laughs> out there, you maybe. know? And then we cut back to the Rangers getting, getting their, their ninja powers. Yeah, so one of the things about this is, well, they've gotten a kind of like enhancement. They haven't got the power just yet. No. And they're given new animals. So they're kind of like, you've <laughs> so, got, okay. you got, you got to find within deep in you or whatever yeah, your yeah. animal is. But to be clear, right. So what was it? Tyrannosaurus, Stegosaurus, Mastodon. There's no Stegosaurus. Te- <laughs> Triceratops. Yeah. Mastodon, Pterodactyl. Sabertooth Tiger. Sabertooth Tiger and... Do you know what? Because I, I, I know the Green Ranger is a dragon. He has escaped me Ma- Mas- what the White Ranger is. He's... The tiger, isn't he? so, oh, that's it. What? Does he say White Tiger? I can't... I. Either way, they're getting like cool dinosaur things going yeah. on, right? Saber Tooth Tiger. No, that's the Yellow Ranger. Shit. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're getting all these cool. They've already got all these cool Mastodon, Pterodactyl stuff like yeah. that. And then they get their ninja ones the bear. And then there's the wolf. Yeah. And then there's the ape. And one of them, Adam, yeah. is the frog. Which is shit. Because <laughs> obviously I watched that movie. And I was like, yeah, because again, I was kind of like sort of checked out. Were you there bit. like, yeah, I'm going to get like the silverback or he's going to be like the shark, the frog. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Johnny Young Bosch, um, who plays Adam, his original reaction when he was reading the script was that he's like, what the fuck am I a frog? And he asked the director, Brian Spice, like, can I put this line in and make it a scene? But, yeah, of um, course you can, because yeah. you're a frog. <laughs> and Dulcia like pats him on the, the arm and is like, 
hey, everyone's got a bit... Oh, no, the, the, the frog gets kissed by the princess to become a prince. Yeah. And he gives this like, oh, yeah, you're right. But at the same time, he's still a frog. Yeah. He got massively fobbed off. I know the answer to this is no, but have you ever done a Pottermore? Oh, what? Essentially, you go onto Pottermore and you... Oh, yeah, no, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you had? Wow, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. What, was, what, was your, what was your Patronus? So, my Patronus is an Osprey. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I was a grey squirrel. <laughs> and I felt bad the about it until I remembered that this jackass was a frog. <laughs> <laughs> and later on in the film, he gets so... In the final fight scene, the frog gets so much airtime because yeah. they're really trying to hammer home, like, hey, guys, it's okay to be a frog. It is by far the fucking lamest animal. One of them is a wolf. Yeah. One of them is a, a fucking golden eagle. And yeah. this dude has a long tongue. <laughs> it's just so yeah. shit. I don't even get it. Oh, it's so I, great. Because if, right, say, if you can think of some badass animals, and you, because I'm thinking this as well, like, because... You would rather be, like, a fire ant. Because at least then, even if when you're then uh, uh, Zord, Zord, yeah, and you're that size... Yeah. Fire ants can lift things like 10, 15 yeah, yeah, okay, times their right. size. A frog can jump far. A so, frog can, a frog's got great defensive manoeuvres. I think you always have to remember with stuff like this that these shows are created to sell toys. Oh, 100%. Right. Now, if you wouldn't I, want a fire ant toy. Why the fuck would you want a frog? You know no. I mean? like, and it's, it's one of these things where you kind of think of all the animals, all the animals out there. Yeah. It's, it, and I know you've got to have like also like and when I say diversity in it, it's just because you want them to have distinction between yeah you the can't you don't want two birds you don't want two yeah. like dog characters you've already got a cat going on you yeah. don't want another um, primate yeah. so there isn't much left a shark would be terrible because <laughs> a flying shark maybe. but even at like a gator an alligator yeah, yeah, yeah. alligator or a crocodile or a, a a snake. A snake would be even better. You can yeah, wrap cobra. some fucking cobra, an anaconda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, you're a frog. Yeah, great. What? Because one of the things I think would be actually quite cool then is if they, as they were the ninjas, so they mm. could take on some of the animal traits. So, for example, like an animorphs. Yeah, a little bit like nice. that. So, okay, okay well, what, what's the fucking point of you being the ape or the frog or whatever the fuck it is well, if you can't do stuff? Well, yeah, like you it. expect the ape to King Kong himself, you know. It's like, the... like, oh, you've got massive super strength now because yeah. you're an ape. And then, oh, because you're the frog, you can jump, like, fucking... Yeah, you can like... get there first and distract them because you can jump quicker than we can move or something. Yeah, yeah. But no, at one point he, like, lassoes someone with his tongue and... <laughs> and gives a bit of a tug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn it, the frog. <laughs> They get to the cave and the villain from Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, appears yeah, five times. And we have another fight scene. Yeah, Nothing yeah. really happens. Same as you. Oh, you kind of missed out some of the beats, some of the trials and stuff like that. Like well, the, the first trial is fighting the, the kind of rhinoceros, rhinoceros skeleton. Thing, yeah. But it's just a lot of that. Yeah, it? it's a lot of that and it's a lot of pun work. It's a yeah. lot of like... Uh, just overcoming right. adversity and shit like that yeah it's, it's, I can't remember I, I didn't write them down the puns there was there was a lot of them too many puns when he oh, when defeats he... The, the skeleton of the, the rhinoceros and someone goes huh, I guess biology's finally paying off or something it's like or like when um, <laughs> when they uh, do the kind of zip flying kind of exchange and as as he's get, as the black ranger's getting lifted up uh, one of the monsters splits the other one in half yeah and Billy comes down and he's like oh talk about splitting headache yeah but I'm and, pish um, and there's a lot of that where you kind of like 
you had to say something, and this is kind of like the best. You it's can a ninety-five with. minute movie that, if you yeah. took out the puns, would be probably fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of shit, <laughs> and I love puns. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. me, I love a good pun, but this was too much. But they get the power. Yeah. So then it all opens up. They reveal that there's some little, you know, pyramid, Lava, of, pyramid thing that they light. get the power from, yeah, and then they can teleport back to Earth. Yeah. Uh, where uh, Ivan Ooze has told all the parents, because they've done his bidding for him, to go walk off a cliff. It takes them a day and a half to get there. Yeah, right, because they're kind of like trudging along like zombies, aren't they? Sure. So not like legging it, are they? Sure, sure, sure. But if you were stepping at their speed, you could probably still make it to Stratford in a day and a half, which is the other side of town. And we're not going to try this. We're not going to try <laughs> it. But also, you could. Um, and it baffled me that... They were able to do that in the time that it takes Fred, the kid that's like popping up here and there to infiltrate the ooze factory and get all of his friends. Yeah. And like he whistles at one point and the whole party stops. Oh, do you know what that bit is? Like it's what makes me laugh because he's like, he gets up and he's like, hey guys, our parents are going to get killed and stuff like that. And, and, he and, kind of, and everyone's like, oh my God. Like, you kind of think of a little kid like that stood up and started just jabbering on. Someone was throwing a coke bottle. Yeah, it? people would be like, oh, your kid, shut the fuck yeah, up. We are getting... It's like in the Jimmy Neutron movie when the parents disappear. There's just yeah. parties. Everyone's having parties and Fred's like, no, they're going to kill our parents. So they amscray to the cliff where the yeah. parents, parent lemmings are kind of doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. And they go via the monorail. Do you know the song? I don't know it well enough to do it now. Oh, fair enough. Go on. No, 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 I don't either. It's, <laughs> okay. But it is one of my favourite episodes. It's a great episode. Um, it's got one of my favourite bits there uh, with Leonard Nimoy in it it's the bit which I've always used before like because when <laughs> you know it's like uh, well my work here is done oh, you didn't do anything <laughs> didn't I and then it just disappears <laughs> <laughs> um, I've used that in many gifts when I've been doing like work projects and stuff like that strong <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they have to use Monorail we talked earlier about like people learning stuff that they didn't learn sort of mm. thing the Power Rangers obviously is their new ninja frog fucking wolf thing. They know how ninja to control, stuff. yeah, ninja. They know how to control the Zords, and yeah. you're kind of they're like, all right, well, you're the Power Rangers. Okay, there is. But how does Fred know how to work the monorail? This is that's a fair question. I was just going to quickly jump in there and say that there's a whole deleted scene of them learning all their ninja okay. shit. And that I'm with. I'm so, like, because when um, you know when Tommy's on top of the branch and he's like. Ninjetti fucking fuck you up move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> and then he which they dubbed. And he course. does like the corkscrew shit. The corkscrew yeah, kick, yeah. It's like, ah, did you just... It's, it's one of those things. Did you just know that move? I'm like, all right, you're the Power Rangers. I get it. You're the Power Rangers. Fred just drives this monorail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wonder how hard... Like, because like, this is going to Dunning-Kruger effect. Like, because obviously you have no idea mm. of how hard a task is until you've actually tried it. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, on a monorail, monorail, it's one track, one line. Yeah, sure. I can imagine there's a forward and a backwards, a start and a stop. I imagine that to be the case. <laughs> You're right. And if that is the case, they, it just needed one shot of the control panel. Yeah. And I'd have been like, okay. But he just walks in. And he's like, oh, well, must if, be that one. If Charlie Frearson could rewrite back in again, Charlie Frearson, <laughs> I would like to know your experience with all monorail-related activities. Uh, so they get on the monorail. The kids save the parents, and then we get some. Bad CGI kaiju fights. Right. So one of the one of the things that I was actually quite upset about watching this back was mm. 
I remember at the time the CGI being talked up a lot in this movie. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah like, all this like crazy CGI shit. Looks we amazing. are spending fifteen million on the CGI. <laughs> Now, the puppeteering in this movie is really good. Like, the animatronics mm. that they do and they incorporate and the suits and all the actual real-life stuff. When the Power Rangers get... Th- their Zords get thrown through a building and it cuts to, like, a miniature going through a miniature building and colliding, mm. or when it is the flips, or when it is the real stuff, yeah. you're there going, this holds up. Yeah, this- yeah. This actually looks pretty fucking good. But this is at the time in Hollywood where it's because cause we have it, we're going to use it. So yeah. You know I mean, it's like, all right, CGI is the latest fucking trend, right? We're just going to pump as much of this shit into it without really thinking about... Longevity, longevity. how it's going to look, how yeah. it's going to feel. It's like, because we... They were too busy asking yeah. whether they could to stop and ask whether they should. Exactly. This is Escape from L.A., Bad. Yes, and it's Air Force One bad. Oh, the plane, yeah, the plane yeah, yeah. crashing at the end. Yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, it's a real car crash. Then the fight, fight, fighty, monsters, monsters die, and well, then Ivanes then does. Well, it, he, he becomes a Megazord. So, do you know what it really reminds me of? It kind of reminds me a little bit of Freddy Krueger a bit. Yeah, 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 he's got some Freddy Krueger going. Yeah. And um, he, he he's, he's got the same pun game as Freddy Krueger <laughs> as well. Yeah, do you know what? It could have been uh, uh, Robert, um, Robert England. England. Yeah. yeah, Robert England. I'm glad it wasn't, because then yeah. it would just be a Freddy Krueger ripoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he becomes a massive Zord, and so all of the Ninjetti Zords, yeah. they have to combine together. Like, the wolf is the leg, and the, yeah. the eagle is the wings, and... Yeah, we have to sell the toys. Of course, of course, of course. Which part's the frog? Is it the ass? <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure it's just I looked at it and I was like I can't see anything here that resembles a frog turn around put it in the back yeah it really is like that's kind of all a frog is it's mostly ass <laughs> think about a frog it's mostly ass it's a mouth with yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so they fight and then we totally missed out the great piece of writing in this film I'll go on there. They're skydiving at the beginning. Yeah. For charity. Mm-hmm. To save, not the clock tower. As in like the observatory. The observatory. Yeah, yeah. Because in a week's time, a comet's going to fly by. Oh, is it like Hades Comet? Or it's something, something like that. I think they give it another bullshit name. But yeah, yeah. A comet is going to fly by. So at the end of the film, the power engine's like, quick, leading up into outer space. And Ivan Ooze is like, you can run, but you can't hide, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he flies after them. Yeah. Well, he, he's getting baited, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's yeah. Pride cometh before the fall. Exactly. He flies up into space after them, and they throw him in front of the comet. Yeah, but they do the uh, emergency break glass oh. <laughs> <laughs> to kick him in the nuts. Yes, uh, that's actually my final note. Knee to the balls. Yeah. There is a button that the yellow ranger goes. I'm gonna do. She says a line that's like, I'm gonna do. Uh, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do or I'm yeah. going to do what we should have done a long time ago smashes like a fire uh, fire alarm button and yeah. the knee of the um, Power Rangers Kaiju yeah. hits I've losing that how is that not something they can already control yeah, yeah I suppose it's just a quick uh, uh, reflex button isn't it it's like yeah sh- all yeah. hope is lost <laughs> yeah We're... push button for groin hit <laughs> deus ex it's the, nut, uh... nut jab <laughs> It's the uh, King of the Hill. It's like, I don't know you. Nope. Never no, watched King of the Hill. Ah, oh, dude. Like, never watched King of the right, Hill. Well, cut, cut that out then. No, no, but, it's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm okay admitting I never watched King of the Hill. It's the, hey, that's my purse. I don't know you. Kick to the nuts. Yeah. 
Um, so the Earth News blows up, and he blows up the comet as well. Yeah. They go back to Zordon. Which, and... what is the implication of just... I was, I was like, I can ask that question, or I can not think about it. I'm sure that like, does... Oh. I'm sure that Mars now explodes, because that comet isn't in the correct atmosphere. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, because like, you're kind of thinking, well, how often does these, these comets you know, pass Earth as every like, couple of hundred years, thousand years, whatever it is? And it's like, okay, there, but there, must, there must be a, like butterfly wings, chaos theory implication that this blows up, and then suddenly, like, this is what I was it thinking. starts raining yeah. donuts or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, close enough. I don't know. So then it's the self-congratulatory um, bit of the movie where everyone's patting themselves on the back, going, oh, well done. After they've saved Zordon. Oh, after they've saved Zordon. They join yeah. hands and sing Kumbaya or some oh, shit. Oh, yeah, dude, that dude. Do you know what? I completely forgot about this bit. This is kind of, even though I just watched it, this just always just gets wiped from my mind because it's uh, like, oh, he's dead. All right, well, what do we do? It's cry. Just, just, <laughs> which, in the Pokemon movie, yeah. Pikachu's tears bring Ash back to life after he gets yeah. frozen by Mewtwo. Because the love of Pikachu's energy melts the something. Yeah. But Zordon's dead. Zordon's straight <laughs> up dead. Which means they should have, again, lost their powers. Or something. But yeah, either way... Zordon, I don't... It's not maybe so, he doesn't control he does, yeah, Zordon the second wave. The powers, yeah. I think. He's like a Time Lord or some weird shit. Uh, well, he is the face of Bo. Yeah, he's not Doctor Who, but... He's, he's not, but... <laughs> Uh, so yeah they sing they join hands and bring Zordon back to life and then we have Bulk and Skull saying oh we were facing immediate danger but we powered through because we're Bulk and Skull as the Power Rangers are just like eating some fries Fred comes up to them and goes oh hey guys who are dressed exactly like the Power Rangers you missed the entire bit where the Power Rangers was here again yeah where were you yeah exactly <laughs> it's like the end of Mrs. Doubtfire yeah yeah before he comes back to that table dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire at the wrong table someone should have noticed that he was Mrs. Doubtfire yeah yeah someone anyone a kitchen staff member should have <laughs> noticed but no and then the fireworks go off that say thank you Power Rangers yeah because uh, then what is the little kid's name again Fred Fred that's it and then they're like, hey, you did really well. And it's like, yeah, everything you taught me is you know, to stay calm and whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then, to flip. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I hear you. You're going to be a Power Ranger one day. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to be the but, Silver Ranger. No, the Gold Ranger. And then he's like, oh, actually, no, scratch that. The Gold Ranger. And everyone laughs. And everyone's and like, laugh. no, you won't. Van <laughs> Halen starts playing. Oh, yeah. And then they cheer. murder this kid because he figures out that they're the Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, that would be quite dark. <laughs> Do you know what, as well? Maybe that's why no one ever finds out who they are everyone knows no one talks about it that sort of thing because if you do find out that's it you know when you start thinking well if I wrote this movie I would do it like this yes I do and you kind of got to always have in the back of your mind with a a movie like this it's like what is the actual goal of this movie and it is it's essentially propaganda for toy companies yeah it's advertisement for Hasbro or whoever it's like hey we've got we're launching this product to then leap off mm-hmm. from you know what i mean hey we've got new toys new figures because all new animals buy 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 this shit yeah buy this is you know so. and it worked i had the power i had power rangers toys i'm sure i have of course still got them somewhere and it works with all these huge shows i had teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah i've still got pokemon cards like now for, for me the reason why i bring this up is because there's this hardcore fan base for Power Rangers that mm-hmm. want to see this nitty gritty 
kind of more dark Power Rangers. Yeah. And they tried a little bit of that with the more recent Power Rangers. Did you watch it? I never watched it. You know what? I did myself a favour and didn't watch it because that movie's definitely not aimed at me. So why am I going to ruin any of my perceptions of Power Rangers, Mm. which I still hold very dear, because it's a massive part of my childhood, just to maybe like entertain some sort of thrill of a kind of more grim, dark version of Power Rangers? (laughs) Well... I agree and disagree. I think this new one that came out, again, I didn't watch it. I looked, I watched the trailer and I read the reviews and I went, yeah, okay, it's probably going to be some of the same, but not quite. Yeah. Like watching a new Scooby-Doo. Mm. You know, it's yeah. the same concept, but with different voice actors, or in this case, different actors, etc. Yeah. If Scooby-Doo was to actually become scary, yeah, yeah. and I'm not asking for this because I probably wouldn't watch that. I like the campness of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah. Much the same as if, there was a, a super violent Power Rangers, I'd probably really watch that. Yeah. This one, I was just like, eh, it's, it's probably going to be glossed around the edges and too too rounded for mm. what I, I think I was probably 26, maybe 27 when it came out, yeah. for what I wanted at that time and what I still kind of want, which is, if you're not going to be hard hitting, I've mm. already got the product I want. Give us your pleasure. Um, this is definitely up there in the guilty pleasure department because... Uh, I as much as I, oh, I don't want to say I didn't enjoy watching this. It's like I I watched it, and it was nice to have that sort of nostalgia hit. Mm. Yeah, cool. I remember watching this movie, and I really like the soundtrack as well. The soundtrack's it's, fucking great. Yeah. It's amazing, and but when you're watching it back now with adult eyes. You're just like, oh, damn, this fucking movie sucks. Like, yeah, fair enough, Roger. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, this this just doesn't have any... And it's one of those things where you kind of go, could this movie have been a little bit better if they did actually keep in some of those deleted scenes? If they actually did, like... Or would it just like, have been longer? I mean, obviously... Or would, that's it, it, been, isn't it? But... would it have just been... Would it have been more of a drag? Because I felt like after... Did the... you need to see them learning how to use their new ninja swords? Did you need it? Well... Or would you have just gone, Maybe I get it. Maybe not the resorts, but you, you kind of think as well, like how, you know when we were talking about the idea of them being Mary Sue's and... We um, weren't talking about that. <laughs> you were talking about that. Well, um, so that they have gained all this knowledge and power and talent mm-hmm. with no, you know, like... Well, yeah, they just, le- you know, learnt it on the fly. Just, yeah, oh yeah, I know how to do this. You know what I mean? A wasp would have been better than a frog. You just said fly and I'm like, yeah, actually, yeah, fair sorry. Just to cut you off there, fuck the frog. <laughs> um, isn't it because they're all meant to be, they're all meant to be animals? Obviously, isn't there's no insects there. No. no. But. But why not? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, Anti wasp propaganda. <laughs> uh, where was I even? You were going? saying about something that I didn't want you to talk about. <laughs> um, you were saying about the Mary Susan, how it would have been nice. Oh right, yeah, okay, so. Say, say for example, because they'd never really overcome, conf- they never really overcome any kind of like redemptive arc. It's not like they got their ass kicked a little bit, mm-hmm. but there was no like real immediate danger because they are the power rangers. At the end sure. of the day, you know that they're not. There's no consequence to uh, them losing their powers because they're no. just going to go get some new powers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know that they're going to defeat the ooze guy because it's because you know, it's parent, it's parent. Yeah. so it kind of then almost like blunts it in a way because you just kind of feel like you expect the heroes are going to win and triumph yeah so there's you know it's not like 
do you know, like, could have been interesting? And again, this is why, like, you would never be able to have this because of the nature of this show. Mm. But if one of them did die, like, if yeah. they went to the planet and then Adam the Frog had to leap to sacrifice himself so that the rest of the Rangers could get back to Earth or something yeah. like that. It's like, one of you's got to stay behind. And, yeah, that would have been something. And then yeah. Fred could be a bit older or Bulk and Skull could have stepped up to the plate or something else. Yeah. Or like, you know, or if Zordon did die, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, right, and there's a huge weight of emotion now being... Something with a bit of oomph to it. As it stands, this film at the moment is just 95 minutes of plot. Yeah. No story. Yeah, because I, like, I feel like it sounds so disingenuous of us critiquing or trying to even come up with any ideas for script. We're always like, they've got to die or that person's yeah, got to yeah, die. Yeah. But that's the way, that's the things you remember in film where you just like, it tugs the heartstrings. You go, yeah. wow, that took me for a ride. And it's a bit of weight, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, I, there is no weight to this movie. No, not it's, at all. And for what Roger Ebert said, that there there seems to be very little product at the end of the day. It's just I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some hit some knowledge. Oh, go on then. This was an absolute pleasure to, for me to watch. This wasn't a guilty yeah, pleasure yeah. for me. I've been, I've been thinking for a while now. Like every film we've watched or critiqued in the guilty pleasures, we've either gone it's a guilty or a guilty pleasure. Yeah. This was just a joy. I was Fair able enough. to watch this and go, I don't care. And I'm letting it happen, and okay, mm. all right, the CGI. But everything else was like, good for you. This yeah. holds up. It didn't need to be, in the same way yeah. that, like, I don't need to be heavily invested in Brian Mills' backstory in Taken. Mm. I didn't need any backstory to this. It just was, and I accepted it, and I loved it. On that note. On that note. What are we going to do next time? Uh, Alien Resurrection. I think it is Alien Resurrection. Uh, so stay tuned. Yeah. This has been fun. I've enjoyed it. I might watch it again at some point. Not, I might go for it. I, not soon, but not I gonna, will watch yeah, this again. I'm not going to watch this for a long time, I think. I feel like when you watch movies like this now, it sometimes can always kill the nostalgia because you kind of go, this wasn't as good as I remember it. You're just too curmudgeonly these days. <laughs> All right, should we sign off? Uh, yeah, sign off. Uh, so thank you very much for listening, guys. Um, you can obviously stay updated with our episodes on uh, Instagram, at Twitter. Adam and Craig's GPC. Yep, and then yeah, we are on Twitter now. Even at Adam and Craig's GPC. No, it's uh, just at Adam and Craig. At Adam and Craig. That's the one. If you have any information on how a monorail works, please get in touch via our Facebook page, Adam and Craig's Guilty Pleasures Cinema. Yeah. As always, fax us, text us, tweet us. Send us some Morse code. Smoke signals. No one's done that yet. Looking no. forward to our first smoke signal. And um, obviously the best way you can help grow uh, the podcast for us is just telling people that you like it. Talk to your friends, like and subscribe. That's the one. Thank you very much, guys, and we'll catch you next time. I've been Craig. I've been Adam. Thanks very much. We are watching a movie are talking about so sit back and relax and it's time to talk about it talk about it maybe get some popcorn or maybe some snacks because we are watching a movie that we're gonna be a talking about
a Gimli thing going on. Yeah, Gimli? Cool. I know that Sean Bean was Boromir, but you do look more like Gimli. Fair. Is this so, the big beard? It is the big beard and definitely not anything else. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is moving.